0: Hello, I'm Laurie Sletnick, Editor-in-Chief of the AORN Journal, and I want to share a few highlights from the December 2017 issue. This month's issue contains six feature articles and offers a total of 3.9 CEs to assist in meeting your certification needs. The special report, Results of the 2017 AORN Salary and Compensation Survey, reflects AORN's 15th annual compensation survey for perioperative nurses and uses a multiple regression model to examine how several variables including job title, education level, certification, experience, and geographic region affect nursing compensation. Comparisons between the 2017 data and data from previous years are presented by the authors. The effects of other forms of compensation, such as on-call compensation, overtime, bonuses, shift differentials, and benefits on base compensation rates are also examined. Additional analyses explore the current state of the nursing shortage and the sources of job satisfaction and dissatisfaction. In the article, Minimizing Sources of Airborne, Aerosolized, and Contact Contaminants in the OR Environment, the author explores how extrinsic factors in the OR, including healthcare providers' behavior and practices that modify air movement, the physical environment, equipment, or surgical instruments, can increase microbial contamination. Microbes can be transported into the surgical incision by airborne or contact routes and contribute to a surgical site infection. Following simple infection prevention practices, such as minimizing airborne particles and contaminants, maintaining equipment according to manufacturer's recommendations, Cleaning and disinfecting the environment and surgical instruments, and performing proper hand hygiene can reduce the degree of microbial contamination. In the article, Operation Clean Air, Implementing a Surgical Smoke Evacuation Program, The authors explore surgical smoke, a hazardous byproduct of any surgery involving a laser or an electrosurgical unit, and why this byproduct continues to be a safety hazard in the OR. An interdisciplinary team at a large academic medical center sought to address the exposure of patients and perioperative team members to surgical smoke. The team used the nursing process to resolve the lack of smoke evacuator equipment and surgical smoke staff member knowledge. To increase the awareness of the hazards of surgical smoke, they gave presentations to nursing staff members and surgeons who then completed educational modules. Audits were conducted in all ORs to monitor compliance. The use of smoke evacuation supplies at the facility has more than quadrupled since education began. In the article, Healthcare Workers' Use and Cleaning of X-ray Aprons and Thyroid Shields, the authors evaluated the use and cleaning of X-ray aprons and thyroid shields by surveying rural hospital system healthcare workers who wear these items. Of the 173 respondents, 89.6% were RNs and 54.3% were from inpatient or outpatient surgical settings. 78% of respondents reported soiled x-ray aprons or thyroid shields and 30.1% reported shield odors. 48% of the respondents indicated that they never spot cleaned. Standard department cleaning never occurred for 21.4% of x-ray aprons or thyroid shields and 65.9% of aprons or shields Contacted a patient or patient item 1 to 10 times per shift. 15% of respondents specified there were policies and procedures for cleaning x-ray aprons and thyroid shields. The authors conclude that use of evidence-based cleaning guidelines and manufacturer's requirements for effective spot and standard cleaning of the protective aprons and thyroid shields are warranted. In the article, Evaluation of a Brief Team Training Intervention in Surgery, a Mixed Methods Study, the authors evaluated a brief team training program in relation to team's observed non-technical skills in surgery, team's perception of safety culture, and the training implementation. A mixed method study was used to analyze structured observations of 179 surgeries a survey, and semi-structured interviews with surgical team members from four selected surgical specialties. There were significant improvements in surgical teams' observed non-technical skills and in use of the surgical safety checklist after participation in the program. From the participant interviews, the authors identified that production pressure and time constraints Were the biggest barriers to implementation and the greatest enabler was the organization's support for staff education initiatives. The result of this study highlights the complexities inherent in the development and evaluation of interdisciplinary patient safety interventions. In the article, Navigating Nursing Education, the authors point out that all nurses must embrace lifelong learning and engage in academic progression to help transform healthcare. This article explores the various forms of nursing education and focuses on the types of degrees available, the different practice roles and pathways, the types of educational institutions and programs, and accreditation and its governing bodies. The authors highlight the benefits to nurses who pursue additional education such as career mobility, additional responsibilities, and personal satisfaction. In addition, benefits to patients include receiving the most current, evidence-based care from a more highly educated and competent workforce. The Perry up Briefing section of the December issue includes a lead feature titled Overcoming Challenges Related to Cleaning, Disinfection, and Sterilization Practices, a guideline first look article on team communication, a procedure at a glance on the open lobectomy, and an in-focus article on the rise of competency-based education training. We hope that you enjoy reading and learning from this month's articles in the AORN Journal. Please continue to share with us how you're translating research into your practice and implementing innovative practices. Contact us if you're interested in writing for the AORN Journal.